0: The Smoking Hot podcast is brought to you this week by Blodo Brothers Wine. Here is pitchman Orson Wells. A
1: rich, full-bodied wine, sensibly priced at a dollar a jug. And now for a little magic, I will make this jug disappear. Mm.
0: Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Todd Cast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy.
2: Howdy, howdy, howdy ho! Hot Toddy here with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you. So many a million times over. Thank you so much. Look, you're gonna you're gonna have to cut it out. You're, you're gonna give me performance anxiety. You're expecting way too much out of this. But listen, you don't fool me. I know your type. You're hot for me now, but I saw you. I saw you slipping your number to another podcast host. So don't act like you're going to love me forever. I know you all too well. And, and you know, that's a pet peeve of mine. That That is a huge pet peeve of mine, the whole love them and leave them type situation. You know, my thing is, look, I, I, I'm a supporter of the one-night stand. I am. I, I'm a supporter of if it's just going to be for fun or, you know, friends with benefits. I get it. I think that's a good thing. But if you're both expecting or one or the other is expecting a little bit more than just that night, just man up and do it. That's all I'm saying, you know? Now, I don't want to sound preachy or anything or, you know, silly, but it's true. I mean, you know, there's, you know, if there's an expectation of something more, you got to at least try to put in a little something more. And and that's a pet peeve of mine, the whole love them and leave them thing. And, and you know what? I realized something the other day, that I have a lot of pet peeves. I got a lot of things that irritate me, just irritate the crap out of me. And then I realized, hey... I've got a podcast. I've got a medium here where I can voice these concerns and share them with you because I know you out there, all of you out there have pet peeves as well, and you want to share them with me. Well, you can't because I'm recording this, but it, but the point is is that I'm sure you agree with my pet peeves, or at least if you've never heard of them, you probably get a good idea of it, and, and you think, well, okay, that makes sense. But that's what this episode is dedicated to, just the things that irritate the hell out of you. And so that's what we're going to be talking about this week on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. In addition to that, we'll be talking about some other things as well, like the fact that I learned that Siri, she who is supposed to be so helpful, is a bit of a jerk, just just flat out. And that's another pet peeve of mine. And how people or even robot voices are supposed to be helpful and kind to you? Nothing but jerks. Flat out jerks. Alright. Crooks and liars. Hashtag crooks and liars. They're all crooks and liars. Alright. I'm sorry. I'm channeling my grandmother now. I need to stop. But anyway, we'll be talking about that. We'll also be talking about A Prankster's Final Wish. You're not going to believe what's going down with that. You've got to listen to that. And, of course, what would the Smoking Hot Toddcast be without a brand spanking new Ollie Report? So it's going to be a good show. There's no reason to run. There's no reason to hide. Just stick around and listen to me complain on this week's Smokin' Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host,
3: Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful,
2: and Todd is there for you.
0: Uh, well, it's actually hot toddy.
2: Oh, well,
1: pardon me, Mr. Perfect!
2: I want to ask you a question. Okay. What is, what is your some of your pet peeves? Like, your most... The pet peeves that get on your nerves the worst. I'm talking about things like... Like, some of the things I can't stand is when I get on Facebook and I read somebody somebody has posted something that says, if you don't share this, you don't love so many people, or something like that, or, you know, you're going, you know. That that annoys this. me, but mm-hmm. not
3: to the extent of PC, PC culture, politically correct culture. Okay. I don't like that, not even a little.
2: Well, I'm kind of down with PC to a certain extent. Yeah, but there's some things, again, you know, you kind of go overboard, but okay. But I'm, I'm talking about this, like, everyday things.
3: I, I mean, I don't like, I just don't like the aspect of it that you can be morally shamed, for using a word even if you're not even if you're just sort of using it in like if you're just explaining something if you're not trying to be derogatory it just sort of implies that we can't be adults about a word you have intellectual conversation about it you took
2: that you took this a lot deeper than what i was thinking i I was (laughs) I, 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 sorry todd (laughs) no i i was down with it i was because like i'm i'm I, I wasn't even meaning that from when I talked about the thing on Facebook. I wasn't meaning that from a political statement. It just irritates me to see that. Like I don't want to have to see that. But like I, I kind of things I was talking about was like you know do you like you know does. Animals who dressed up in clothes <laughs> Does that bother you. I'm just, I'm like literally like. No, little, that doesn't, that doesn't bother like me. Like really. little things that just get on your nerves, pet peeves, anything that irritates you. What else? PC okay.
3: culture is a pet peeve of mine. Okay,
2: well that's true, and, and, and it is to a lot of people, and it is to me to a certain extent. But um, like, well, okay, what anything else other than that?
3: Uh, nothing that I can think of off the top of my head. That's really my the only thing that just really really bothers me. And you brought up Facebook too. That's one place I see it quite a, quite frequently.
2: Well, I mean, I, I don't know who you're friends with, but I see a lot of uh, politically incorrect stuff <laughs> on my Facebook feed. A lot of a lot of weird Minor-
3: people. I, there's a, some politically incro- incorrect stuff on mine, but it's all they're all, they're kind of a minority on my Facebook news feed.
2: That's all right. And that's probably the way it should be. You probably should remain a minority because that that might be no, scary.
3: I like politically incorrect things. Who doesn't? Why? I I like it. No, I, I,
2: I'm, I'm I'm saying I'm I'm down with I'm down with Crestor. I'm good with you. We're there. Crestor. You ever seen those commercials? No. <laughs> I don't even know, really know what Crest Crestor does, but it's like
3: uh, I, it, I thought it was a toothpaste.
2: No, let's. Well, that's Crest. You're thinking of Crest, but Crestor. Cre- Crestor. Let's let's see what it does. I um. I'm I'm curious. What is it? Uh, it lowers. R- oh, it lowers high cholesterol and triglyceride levels may reduce the risk of heart attacks. You have people who share
3: process. things about Crestor on your newsfeed. No, i I'm, no,
2: I I just I like saying I'm down with Crestor because they have a commercial. <laughs> they have a commercial that where a woman gets a Crestor and they say, Hey, you're down with Crestor, and then she while the. Uh, narrator or the uh, announcer talks about all the stuff, all the side effects and stuff. She's dancing to "Low Rider" by War. <laughs> so that's the whole, that's the whole commercial. And it just makes me laugh. I can
3: I don't think I've ever seen that. One. It actually sounds pretty funny. It actually, gonna, I, it
2: actually is pretty hilarious. That's that is a pet peeve of mine. Is the Crestor commercial because it's so damn clever and it makes me every time I, 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 some, I hear something that I agree with I say I'm down with Crestor.
3: I don't. Okay, I can I can uh, I can deviate slightly from this a pet okay. peeve of mine is those medicine ads where the side effects are worse than the things they cure yes and that's Crestor's one like of them like if you go like <laughs> if, like if you bleed from the anus go see a doctor yeah
2: no no kidding I'm, I might do that thanks for the uh, thanks for the update there. thanks for the idea or if I'm like dead roll me to a doctor real fast so they can put me on a gurney seriously
3: because something like that
2: anything you know yeah if death is one of the side effects don't take that product and that's a pet peeve of mine it is
1: hot toddy hot toddy hot toddy
0: you're tuned into the smoking hot podcast with your host hot toddy who's always looking real good
3: Hey, is this soup make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does.
2: So, as I mentioned last week, I just recently got health insurance, and it is the affordable health care insurance, the, the Obamacare. I was just put on that just a few weeks ago, and uh, I tell you, I'm thrilled with it. I, I couldn't be more happy with the plan that I have. You know, I, I was a supporter of it when it first came through. But you know, as time went on, and I heard about all the hassles that had gone on with it, and how it wasn't working for some people, I started to get a little skeptical. Like other people, you know, I was just like, "Is this really what we need? Is this the best solution?" And then, even when I even when I first got into it and started looking into, you know, getting a plan. I mean, it was extremely complicated. You had to call people, and then they had to, you know, fill out an application. Then they got to figure out, you know, where you land in terms of what they can give you, and then you have to learn all the policies, and then find the right. I mean, it, it was it was a long drawn out process. But after it was all said and done, I mean, I am it, it's it's what exactly what it is. It's affordable health care for someone like me who is who doesn't have a full time job yet, just turned twenty six years old. I'm looking for a full time don't I don't want you to think I'm looking for a handout or anything. No, I work hard. I mean obviously I do the podcast here. We got the, the different shows on the different stations. We do a lot of work here, but it doesn't get me in full time pay. I just I kinda have to go along with what I get in part time pay. So until I can get a full time job, the Obamacare Uh, Will stick with me And I tell you It's absolutely fantastic And I couldn't be more Thrilled with it But that being said I guess a pet peeve of mine Here in this case Would be trying to learn this stuff You know I I, I never learned this stuff When I was a kid I I don't understand How my cousin did it He's just a couple of years Older than me but, I mean, he is so smart in this type of stuff. I just want to know, how did he learn it? Where did he learn it? Did his parents teach him? Because my parents sure didn't teach me. I mean, they loved me, and God bless them. But, I mean, they, they never we never looked at this type of stuff. I, we, I was just kind of expected to, to learn it on my own. And so it took a long time to really figure this stuff out. So, you know... I, I, I did an application by phone and then they gave me my cho- choices and they said well you don't have to decide right now they gave me an enrollment period and then I actually went and spoke with somebody and they walked me through all of the all, all of the offers all of the things that I could have and then I by looking at the plans I could choose which one I wanted and I can go from there but I mean, Even them teaching me to my face what this stuff was. I mean, it was just so complicated to understand. It was like I was talking to a robot or something. You know, it was it was just so so crazy. But you know, to have have to having to learn life essentially having to learn having to learn adulthood is is extremely difficult and it's a pet peeve i just have to say it but anyway so insurance whether it's obamacare or if you get a plan at your job or whatever it is not easy to learn and and extremely even harder even if you learn it it's even extremely harder to understand okay so given my income and what i have to offer what do you think is probably the best plan for me uh-huh uh
1: uh-huh. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. Well. Um. Very well then. Uh, um. So. Uh. So which plan do you, you say is the best?
1: Oh. My. Okay.
2: And and what all does it have to offer?
1: Oh,
4: oh it, it it has that. Oh, okay.
1: Uh,
2: uh-huh. So is, is a lower deductible better than a higher one? Is
1: that what... Uh-huh. Uh, it's, uh, oh, Oh, um... Okay. All right.
2: And and how much would I be paying?
1: Uh, all
2: right. Okay. All right then. Sounds good. <laughs> what? You're listening to Hot Toddy
0: on the it Hot podcast.
2: So you know, with all that's been going on in the United States for the last couple of weeks, it's it's not surprising to see a lot of negative things on Facebook. You know, that's there's it's very common to see things that will piss you off or things that you agree with but piss other people off. You know, it, it it's very common, and, and it's on both ends of the spectrum. Nobody is innocent in in this particular realm. It, it, they're not. It's just, it's a constant thing that is a a huge pet peeve. I mentioned it with DJ Poor a few minutes ago. I mean, I hate seeing things on Facebook that target you, like pin you to the wall and say, you're the bad guy. You know what I mean? I, I hate that. That was not what Facebook was intended for. You know, Facebook was intended for people from all around the world to keep up with each other, you know? I thought it was fantastic when I first got on there and I was able to reconnect with my friends from high school. You know, I thought, "Oh, this is fantastic. I, I love this. You know, now we'll never not be in touch with each other." But, you know, ever but that was like 7 years ago. Now it's just like, you know, you get on there and then you see a meme that says, "If you don't share this picture, you hate God and everybody he created." You hate everything if you don't share this photo. Share this photo or you're evil! You know, it's just, it's it's so true. And it's so annoying. I don't understand that. Why do I have to see that in my feet? What, why do you have to post it? Or why do you share it? Why do you go along with it? You know, be the person that breaks the, I'm the one that breaks the chain. You know, I'm the one that puts my foot down and says, hell no, I'm not sharing that post. I'm not sharing that photo. I'm not doing it. You can go just, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. You know, it, it just pisses me off that I had to see it and it pisses me off that they're requesting me to do more work for it you know it's not my place it's not their place to show it either it's not their place to do anything with it and it just it just irritates the hell out of me when i see that stuff and then you know when the whole confederate flag thing started you know and i and if i all these people started doing the heritage not hate thing and, and then started getting mad when when things with the confederate flag started going away and then when when Same-sex marriage was legalized. They were like, oh, the rainbow flag offends me. How about that? Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, really, the Confederate flag has no argument. I'm just going to put it out there. In my opinion, it has no argument. It doesn't really belong in today's culture. It just doesn't. Because say what you want heritage or not, it is a symbol of racism. And putting all of that aside, putting the heritage aside, putting racism aside, you do realize that it's a symbol of rebellion against this so-called greatest country in the world that you live in, right? I mean, that that irritates the hell out of me, too. People, that's a pet peeve right there. When people say, We live in the greatest country in the world. We live in a free nation. The United States this, United States that. So why can't I put up the symbol of rebellion against that country? You know, it just, it doesn't make sense. People, it doesn't make sense. But you see that kind of crap on Facebook all the time. But you don't see it as much on Twitter. I've noticed that Twitter is more of a safe... If you're wanting a good social media site where you don't see that kind of crap, Twitter is probably the best. Now, I'm not saying that you don't see some bad stuff on there. I mean, we've heard some horror stories from Twitter. But, I mean, you don't see crap like you do on Facebook, on Twitter, as much. In in my opinion, you don't. I mean, from what I've seen, you, you don't see that. But that's what i can't stand about facebook it's just like it, it's become so political and it has become just like the bitch factory i mean that's what it is it's just people go on there and bitch about stuff and facebook keeps trying to up their security so people are not putting out offensive stuff but then they just start bitching about how facebook is doing that so facebook has to back off you know it's just i'm 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 so over it i'm just so over the judgment on facebook you know it and that's all there is there's just judgment on Facebook anymore, and it just, it just irritates the hell out of me, and I, there are times when I don't want to be a part of it anymore, you know, I, I probably wouldn't be a part of it anymore, if I didn't have to do so many fan pages, I, I have four, make that five radio station fan pages that I'm an administrator of, and I have to keep up with, uh, I have my own page, the Hot Toddy page, and uh, our sister show, Smells Like 90s Rock, it has a page. I have to keep up with all of those, so I can't leave Facebook, but there are days where I just want to say, you know what, Zuckerberg? You can take your Facebook and shove it right up where the emoji doesn't wink and smile at you. I want to update my status. F*** you! And now, Hot Toddy gets
0: interviewed by Miss Pingrinos cat, Teebs.
2: Oh, well, thanks for having me, Teebs. It's great to be here. (coughs) Yeah, we're working on the fifth episode right now. I think it's going to be fantastic. Uh, The first four have done great, and it looks like the podcast is a huge hit and off to a great start. (coughs) We're just about to wrap up the first season, actually, and uh, we'll have a new season coming out in the fall. (coughs) The sister show is doing great. Smells Like 90s Rock is a huge success as well, and uh, all is good on that front as well. Well, I, I don't like to go into great detail about my personal life, but yes, uh, mine and Miss Pingrinos relationship is uh, flourishing and is doing great. <coughs> I, I, I thought we agreed we weren't going to talk about that. I thought. <coughs> well, I, I know, but I, I just feel like that it was. Okay, see now I'm feeling like I'm getting ganged up on. I don't <coughs> look. I don't want to talk about that, Teebs. Let's move on to another topic. I'm not being defensive. I just don't want to talk about it. It's a sensitive subject, and I don't... Look, you invited me for this interview. I was nice enough to come here and do it. Why? <laughs> okay, look, th- this is getting ridiculous. I-, I don't have to answer that. Why are you putting me in this position? I mean, I, I don't deserve this. Why-, why are you doing this? I don't... All right, this interview is over. I'm out of here. That's it. I'm done. I'm out of here.
0: And that was Hot Toddy getting interviewed by Miss Pingrinos cat, Teebs.
2: You know what? Siri's a jerk. She is. I mean, she is not a nice person. If you if you just get on one-on-one with her, she is a jerk. She is. And, and, and I didn't know about this until literally last week. You know, for the last two years, she has been there for me. If I have a question for her, she'll answer it to the best of her ability. And that's kind of been our relationship. You know, every t- once in a while, I'll ask her, you know, how she's doing, you know, what's she up to, things like that. And for the most part, she's always very cordial about it. And, and she can be funny sometimes, too. Like, like watch this. Siri, does Santa exist?
1: Let me put it this way. I get a lot of requests from the North Pole asking who's been naughty or nice.
2: You see? Yeah, she, she can be funny, too. L- let me ask her again. Siri, does Santa exist?
1: Really? Hot toddy. I'm surprised you have to ask.
2: <laughs> see? I mean, she can just be crazy sometimes. Let me ask you this. Siri, what does the fox say? cha <laughs> what does the fox say
1: you will never know the secret of the fox is an ancient mystery
2: ah so you see she likes to have fun too but last week i i had a question and she was just she was just a jerk to me and I didn't speak to her for a few days it, it was ridiculous i'll just i'll I'll never forget it um, you know, this is one of those things that is so easy that it ends up being hard. I, you know, I think I know the answer to this, but just to be on the safe side, let, let, let me let me ask Siri. Siri, what's zero divided by zero?
1: Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies, and you are sad that you have no friends.
2: Oh, um, okay. Well, thank you, Siri. I'll just. Go. I thought what we had was special!
0: You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Podcast.
3: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul.
2: If I hear one more person say I'm the realist after I said first things first, I'm going to kill them. It's just going to happen. You can take it. You can take my word for it on this podcast. That person will die. And they're going to die a horrible death. I'm just putting it out there, saying it now, okay? Nah, I, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. But, I mean, that's another pet peeve. Is if you... If you even get close to saying a song lyric, all of a sudden that person is belting out the tune that that particular sentence is from, and Iggy Azalea has completely ruined First Things First for everybody, okay? It was cute for a while last year to say, I'm the realist" after First Things First, because for those of you who don't know, Iggy Azalea's big hit song, Fancy, begins with the lyrics First Things First, I'm the realist." Okay, so for the longest time last summer, whenever you would say first things first, someone would chime in, I- I'm the realist, and like, oh, that was clever, that was funny, and you were quick, that was good. It is now July 2015, and people are still doing it, okay? Still doing it, and I don't understand why, okay? It's old now, let it go. But then when you think about it, People still do that with songs from the 80s, 70s, 60s. We can keep going back here, you know? I was getting mad at somebody once, and I said, you know what? You're nothing but a... And he went, hound dog, (laughs) shut up! You know, I'm trying to be serious, or at least try to get mad at them, and they pull that crap on me. And they weren't doing it to be funny. They knew they were getting on my nerves, and so that's why they did it. Okay, I'm all right. I'm okay, I'm okay But you, you see my point That is the most irritating thing in the world It's one of my biggest pet peeves Is when people start belting out a song Just because you may have remotely Said something to lead them up to it You know, it's not worth it Don't do it Just keep yourself safe And don't do it around me Okay, that's all I'm saying <laughs> That's all I'm saying Alright, I'm, I'm getting a little, I'm a, little, I'm a little frustrated I'm a little fussy Maybe you need to put me down for a nap but I'm just saying, you know, I mean, that's probably, one. It's, it's one of my biggest, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. My advice is just please, let it go. Let it go, let it go, damn it! Hey, thanks for your help on this project. I wouldn't be able to finish it without you. Oh, it's no problem. Happy to help. Great. Well, uh, let's get started. Uh, first things first.
3: I'm the realist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's good. That's funny. Uh, anyway, uh, first, uh, grab that paint. You mean this? Oh, no, 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 no. That, that's cement. Don't touch that. It, it's not dry. Yeah, yeah. Can't touch this.
3: na na then I can't assist.
2: All right. Yeah, very good. Yeah, that's uh, that's very good. Tell you what, let's skip the paint and uh, grab my blueprints.
3: Oh, no, I ripped it. I'm so sorry. Man, what are we going to do now?
2: Whoa, 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 take it easy. It's no big deal. I have a backup set. Don't worry. Just just relax.
1: Relax. Don't do it.
2: Uh-huh. Now let's see. Uh, oh, let's see what we got to do here. It says. It says we got to turn down... What is it? What is it? Turn down.
1: Turn down for what?
2: Okay. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That's very helpful. Oh, I see. The turn down wallpaper, which will reveal wood columns. Ah. Okay. Got it. Uh, help me tear this stuff off. Oh. Oh.
4: Oh. Oh God. Oh God. Oh. Didn't expect that. Oh. Oh God. Help. Please help. Help. You know I need somebody, help, not just anybody. Would you shut up, please? Go get help, oh my god, is that a, wait a minute, what is that? Is that a, is that a fire? But we didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. Stop!
1: In the name of love. Shut up! Shut up, just shut up, shut up.
2: You know what, you know what, get get the hell out of here. Just, just, just go, just beat it, beat it. Beat it. No one wants to be defeated. Oh, would you just let
1: it go? Let it go. Let it go.
4: Damn it! Again. Oh boy. Oh. Fire.
2: Fire. Fire. Uh, 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 da, da, da. Ollie, smoking hot podcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie. Just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the smoking hot podcast
1: show podcast station
2: okay all right ollie this time just say uh this is ollie and you're listening to the smoking ollie report no that's not oh jeez. all right ollie this time just say this is the smoking hot podcast biscuits damn it okay ollie just say the words the smoking hot Toddcast. can you do that at least
1: i'm outside i see people i see grass and trees and
2: buildings i hate you the smoking hot Todd. smoking hot podcast you suck ollie
0: The Smokin' Hot Podcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report.
2: Hello, and welcome to this week's Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We are back for another great update from the one and only Mr. Ali. And uh, this week's story is actually kind of groundbreaking, because if there is one religion other than Islam that gets a lot of criticism here in the United States, it is that of Scientology. And it's being reported that the face of Scientology, Tom Cruise, could be leaving Scientology behind forever for his daughter. Once the speculation came up, we immediately sent Ollie out to L.A. to see what he could find out. And now, live from Los Angeles, California, is our beloved Ollie. Ollie, how are things out there? Really uncomfortable.
1: Standing outside Church of Scientology. People are being
2: mean. Yeah, well, that's kind of what we figured. I mean, uh, after all, they're losing Tom Cruise. Of course they're going to be upset. But no matter. Um, so what have you found out thus far? I see a lot of wackadoodles. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> that's the first time... You've ever said anything like that? I know you do, Ollie. Yeah, not everybody uh, from the Church of Scientology are the, uh, the nicest of people, but we need to bypass that and let's talk about Tom Cruise. Now, sources say that the reason why he is doing this is because he started feeling really bad following a, a phone call with his daughter. Now, what have you heard about that? You know, they're making a new Top Gun movie. He's going to. You watch that movie. You see lots of planes and lots of pilots, too.
4: Dal Kilmer dies. So,
2: therefore, he won't be in the new one. Ollie. All right. Yeah, I know all about Tom Gu- Top Gun there. All right. Let's talk about Tom Cruise leaving uh, Scientology. Now... Um, Now, the reason why Tom Cruise is thinking about leaving is because his daughter, Suri, is not a part of the Scientologist faith. Therefore, the church has been demanding that he cut ties with her, which is something that he just cannot do. But the Church of Scientology looks at her as a, quote, suppressive person, which is a term meaning she's an enemy of the church. Have you spoken with Tom about this? I see the Hollywood sign. It's big and white. Good stand of cleaning, though. A lot of weather out here, I bet. Uh-huh. Tom Cruise I see grass and trees
1: and buildings Oh, and the Scientology Church, look at
2: that Ollie, Tom Cruise has said that he has missed birthdays, school events All kinds of special parts of Surrey's childhood And he wants to change that, that's why he's considering leaving the church Now, have you spoken with Tom about that?
1: Pretty lights, dude
2: uh-huh. All right, let, let's move on from Tom, what do you say? Let, let, let's move on from him. Now, I, I know it's difficult, but uh, everyone is curious. Have you been able to speak with David Miscavige, who is chairman of the Church of Scientology? Have you been able to speak with him about how he feels that, that the face of Scientology, not to mention one of his very close friends over the last few years, is considering leaving the church for a suppressive person? Have you spoken to him about that?
1: Actually... Yes, I
2: have. Oh my God! Okay, this is fantastic. What what have you What have you all? Oh my God! I, I'm I'm in shock right now. Nobody's been able to talk with him, Ollie. What have you spoken to him about? Mr upset that tom cruise is leaving but he understands the reason why he hates to see members of the church of scientology leaving for suppressive people but he understands that sometimes we have to go our own path but he's currently in search to find the new face
1: of scientology
2: and that's very interesting ollie because who, who would it be maybe john travolta maybe will smith uh, these are all confirmed scientologists Has he spoken about who he thinks will be the next face ollie ollie are you there I'm sorry, hatati I can no longer speak with you. You are a suppressive person. Uh, I'm sorry? You should be. Evil people such as yourself who look down on Scientologists and all that we believe in. We are not the enemy. You are the enemy. And that is why I have agreed to become the new
4: spokesperson for Scientology. Oh, oh God. Ollie,
2: uh, Ollie, no. Listen. Oh my God, they, they've brainwashed you. Ollie, Please. Resist it. Resist against it. You are not a Scientologist.
1: Hang up that phone. I don't speak with suppressive evil people. Ollie. We shall be free, my friend. We shall be free. Ollie. Ollie, where?
2: I really, really hate that guy. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie news ticker. Until then, have a good day and an ollie week. smoking hot ton test well I think i found my new hero I, I'll tell you what right now a North Dakota man by the name of Douglas Legler passed away last Saturday at the age of 85 but get this he was a lifelong prankster and had a very goofy sense of humor so he left specific instructions for his family about what they should say in his obituary and he said and I quote when I die I want my obituary to just say Doug died and that's exactly what they did making people laugh to the very end that's what it's all about keep that sense of humor no matter how bleak life looks if you have a sense of humor like that, you can never go wrong. I love this guy. You're listening
1: to the Smokey Life podcast.
2: An annoying trend that seems to be popping up at my house is every time I walk outside to get into my vehicle, I find a beautiful new pile of bird crap all over it. And what amazes me is that it's all over the car. I find bird crap in areas I didn't think birds <laughs> were able to find. I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, there was, there was a time, there was one point where I had spots, at least on every single door, and on my back, I drive a Ford Explorer, and on the back hatch there, there was there, and then on the hood, and on my windshield. I mean, it was like a Poopa party. I mean, I've never seen. It was an orgy of white streaks all over my car. I've never seen anything like that before. And you know, I I know what it's coming from because in, in my apartment complex. Our parking lot, my the parking lot that I park in is directly under a huge tree and constantly has tons of birds in it. But my thing is, there are tons of other cars all around the area. Why, oh, why <laughs> is it always my car that gets stuck with the bird crap? I don't understand it at all. I mean, it drives me absolutely insane. You know, there, I never used to have to wash my car, I would get my car washed maybe like once a year. Even if that, because my car stayed pretty clean. I mean, it, it never. I, I'm not much of a mud person, so I never went mudding in it or anything like that. You know, uh, and and even when it rained, I mean, it washed away. It was fine. You know, I, I think the, the the worst before I moved into my new apartment, which is where I'm, I'm at now. I I, I think the The only time I would ever really have to wash the car would be usually after a snowstorm, you know, sometime during the winter or maybe just after the winter ended because you had all that, you know, salt and everything on it. You got to get it clean then. But, no, since living at this apartment complex that I live at now, I have had to cut wash my car at least once every couple of months, if not more, because I'm constantly walking out and seeing... All these new piles of crap all over my car. I've never seen the beat in my life. The other day, a bird had uh, crapped on my driver's side window. And so when you rolled it down, it all came just like splattering off the window and laying right on the car. So I got it off the window, but then it was on the door. So it's it's just disgusting. It's awful. And I'll never forget this. One time I was uh, coming home uh, from eating dinner and uh, i was getting out of my car and i closed it all of a sudden i, I felt this warm liquid hit my shoulder i was like what's that all about and i looked up and then directly on the mouth it landed and i realized i had just been bird shat on i i i kid you not i i was literally crapped on by a bird at least it didn't hit my car but I had never frantically run into my house and just spit everywhere <laughs> into a sink. I, I must have sucked water in and out for at least 10 minutes. I mean, I, that was the most disgusting thing I'd ever been through. And, and just it's so irritating. I mean, there's other trees. There are a lot of trees it, in my apartment complex. Why, oh, why is the one that's hovering over my car the one that all birds decide to lay on and say, You know what? Let's have a little target play. A little target practice let's see if we can't hit that car again bill you got it bob let's do it and then they just unload i've never seen the beat in my life but you know i guess that's just the story of my you know story of my life There, always getting always getting the bird shit into the deal but you know and if that's not enough if the birds crapping is not a problem enough there's another issue that i've been having with birds that constantly gets on my nerves have you ever noticed that birds don't get out of your way when you drive towards them If you walk towards them, they freak out like if you're still like 20 feet away. But if you're in a car and you're barreling down on them on the road or a parking lot, they just sit there and look right at you. And they may get out of the way right before you hit them, but then again, maybe you splatter right over them. I mean, it's not that you mean to. You don't want to hit them. You you, you honk at them. You try to swerve. But they just sit there and stare at you. And, you know, I, I can understand that with a squirrel or some sort of, you know, roadside animal that may not have the right sense to get out of the way, but a bird? Of all animals in the world, the birds have wings! They can get away better than any creature on this planet! I don't understand it. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where George accidentally runs over animals and it's because they won't get out of the way. He's trying to get out. He's trying to swerve around them. He doesn't want to hit them, but they keep getting in his way. And then he tests it with birds. Birds, he does it. And he starts running towards birds, and they just stood there, and he he stomps all over them. But no, it's it's funny because, I mean, that's exactly what I've seen. I used to think, well, that's crazy. Animals don't do that. But they do, and birds are the worst for it. So biggest pet peeve when it comes to birds is that they won't get out of your way, and they can't. Hold the colon. And it just annoys me. And I I, I know they're just sitting up there just thinking, you know, let's just wait until he comes out. Maybe we'll put a fresh pile on his car right as he's walking out or something like that. You know, they're sitting up there plotting. I can hear. I can almost hear them sitting up there and plotting. You know what my my worst nightmare is? That our very own Ollie and D.A. Williams were birds. And they were up there plotting the crap on my car. I've had nightmares about that. What if Ollie and D.A were actually these birds, crapping on my car, plotting, and using target practice. It's a
4: scary thought. Ah, oh, what a beautiful day for crapping, huh Ollie?
1: Boy, you said it, DA, biscuits!
4: Yeah, we're going to be crapping biscuits here in a minute. <laughs> yeah,
1: buddy, we're going to make Hot Toddy's car
4: look just a little bit better. Oh, you know it. Alright, it's time for a little daily target practice, what are you saying? All right, I'm going to get that hood right there. Oh, Booyah! Oh, nice hit. I know, right? That was sure a party. All right, I, I'm going to get the driver's side door. Do it, Ollie. There it is. Oh, man, that was a perfect shot. too. That was straight down. Well, I've had the practice. Boy, you sure have. All right, I want to see if I can get that winder. So when he rolls that window down, it's all going to come flying in on him. Oh, you got the best ideas. Let's see if I can get it. There! Great job. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. That's going to look nice when he opens that window up. That's for sure. Hey, let's move over there. See if we can't get that back window. Oh, now you're talking. Come on. Now, in order to make this look real good, Ollie, we're going to have to do it together. Both of them hitting at the same time to make almost like a little piece of art.
1: I couldn't agree more.
4: You ready? Ready. One, One, two, two, three. Booyah.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, you the man. No, you you the man. You the man. You the man. All right, I am the man. Yeah. Uh-oh, here comes Hot Toddy. Yeah, I'd
2: like to see him climb this tree. <laughs> yeah, buddy. What are you two doing in my car? Oh, my God, look at this. I'm not cleaning this
4: up. Hey, D.A., you want to see something really cool? Oh, you know it. Hot Toddy! What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that
1: oh. went right into
4: my mouth. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Ollie, that was raunchy, baby. But that was awesome. I couldn't help myself. Oh, nice job. Thank you,
1: sir. Thank you. This ain't over yet. I'm Oh, really?
4: Well, it sounds like it's time for rapid fire, don't you think, Ollie? I think so, DA. You ready? I'm ready. ha. Ah! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. Well, nice work to you, too, sir. We're one hell of a team. We are the best team. You said it.
1: Oh, look, a car.
4: No, wait, Ollie, wait, no.
2: <laughs> Damn it, Ollie.
0: And now, Hot Toddy gets interviewed by Miss Pingrinos cat, Teebs.
2: Well, uh, thank you for apologizing, and, and yes, it's, it's good to be back here with you, Teebs. Yeah, the, the Sunday morning show on Star 102.1, it, it's going great, too, and uh, just keeping my life and broadcasting up as best I can. Oh, you're right, we, we didn't get to that part. No, uh, the season finale of the Smoking Hot Toddcast will be coming up in uh, two weeks from now. Yeah, it's like I said before, uh this first season was fantastic and uh, we're really looking forward to next season as well. <coughs> now, look, Teebs, let's not get into this again. Look, I'm I'm sorry. We thought you liked tuna. We didn't know. <coughs> look, all cats like some form of fish or or so we're led to believe. <coughs> we know that you like chicken more and that's why oh, don't do this to me again. Do not do this again, Teebs. Listen, I'm sorry. We we changed the food, didn't we? <coughs> Oh, I mean, you can't blame us for that thing. I know it's scary, but we hate scooping that stupid litter box. And that's why we bought the mechanical one, so it would do it for... I- I'm sorry, did you just call me lazy? You're the one that lays on the couch all day, meowing at people, licking yourself. Why don't you get up and get Meow! a... I'm not going to let you do this to me again. Not again. You're not doing this again. <laughs> Done. Gone.
4: Out of here. No more. Meow!
0: And that was Hot Dotty getting interviewed by Miss Pengrino's
2: cat, Teebs. Hey, what's all this, then? Please, you have to help me. My wife is missing. She went shopping yesterday, and and is, she's still not home. Oh, okay. Oh, now, calm down, calm down, calm down. Uh, what? What's your height? Gee, I, I'm not sure. A little over five feet tall, I think. Weight? I don't know. Not slim, but, but but not really fat. What's your eye color? Sort of brown, I think. I... I I never really noticed. She's missing. Don't you understand?
4: I understand. Just just stay with me here. What's the color of her hair?
2: Well, it changes a couple times a year. Maybe dark brown. I, I, I can't remember. What was she wearing? Could have been pants or or maybe a skirt. Maybe even shorts. I just don't know. All right. What kind of car did she go in? Uh, she went in my truck. All right. Well, what kind of truck was it? 2015 Ford, F-150, King Ranch 4x4 with EcoBoost V8 engine, special ordered with manual transmission and climate-controlled air conditioning. It has a custom matching white cover for the bed, which has a matching aftermarket bed liner, custom leather six-way seats, and Bubba floor mats. Trailering package with gold hitch and special wiring hookups. It's got DVD with full GPS navigation, satellite radio receiver, 40-channel CB radio, six cup holders, a USB port, and four power outlets. I added special alloy wheels and uh, off-road Michelins. It is, uh... It has custom running boards and indirect wheel well lighting.
4: <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. We'll find your truck. We'll find your truck. Smoking hot Time test.
2: And there you have it. Well, I I feel very good. I feel refreshed. It's nice to get stuff off your chest. You know, when you have complaints or grievances and pet peeves, you just need to you just need to you need to talk them out. You know, it's very therapeutic and it, and it's very helpful to get you through your day. So I feel a lot better, and I would thank you all for listening to me if you haven't turned off already. But no, we, we've had a great show this week. And I again, thank you all for tuning in. And we're actually going to take another week off. Next week, I'm hitting the road on a little vacation. And then we'll all be back the next week for the season finale of the Smoking Hot Podcast. We're wrapping up the first season just like that. Can you believe it? I, I can't believe it. I can't believe we're already almost done with the first season. And then after we're done with that, we're going to take a couple of months off. And then we will return in the fall with a brand new season, season two of the Smoking Hot Podcast. And I implore you to stay with us and tune in because you know you you love us and we love you too and with that in mind we're gonna wrap things up for this week as always you can follow me on social media just look up hot toddy on facebook periscope and vine at hot toddy 90102 on twitter and hottest underscore toddy on instagram you can also follow some of the cast members on twitter miss pengrino at pengrino sheila at sheila hawk and announcer doc summit at kev summit until two weeks from now i encourage you to gather your pet peeves and just unload them on somebody. Yes, that person may punch you in the face, but at least you've done your job. Have a great week coming up, and we'll see you in two weeks. Until then, this is Hot Toddy Sam. Bye!